Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to this broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub, coming from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Today, we will be continuing the Heavenly Authority series and the sermon from 1 Samuel chapter 8. In this message, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, was teaching on Israel's request for a king, which God tells Samuel is really a rejection of God's lordship. Pastor Greg then went on to discuss this odd twist in human nature that desires and exalts a sinful human ruler by looking at 2 Corinthians and Paul's contention against the false apostles. Now, here is Pastor Greg Scalzo. If someone treats me with respect, they must be an equal. If someone treats me poorly and looks down at me, they must be exalted above me. Sounds crazy, but there's something weird in human nature. Paul did not abuse his authority, so they don't respect him. But these false apostles, they abuse whatever little authority they have, and most of them have not any authority of God, but they sound like it, so then they respect. You see it even among teenagers. You'll see at dances or young people courting. If a fella comes over and he treats a girl nicely and he speaks nice to her and he treats her like a lady, they'll look down upon that person for being too respectful. And if a guy comes in and he walks in and he looks at them like they're dirt, he's the one that they want to run after. This is a perverse thing in human nature. Those that have wisdom, those that crucify the flesh, understand it's wrong and they act with their heads. But the ignorant common nature of human beings is to be attracted to, dazzled by those that abuse us and to treat with contempt people that treat us the right way. Paul treated that church the right way. He wasn't very special to them after a while. These people came in and walked all over them, and they fawned after them. Sometimes the more show you have, the more splendid the buildings. You know, you can have somebody that's all decked out and standing high on a large platform in a church. Maybe they'll never tell you about the gospel of Jesus Christ, but you accept that authority. And someone else can come to you very simply and tell you the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that one you'll say, well, they may be a good person, but you don't associate that they could have any authority from God. And there won't be the same respect by many people as they give to the one who really should be telling so many about Jesus Christ. But people accept them in their positions, even as the rabbis in Jesus' day, they accepted their position. They say, Father, Father, teacher, teacher, because Jesus said they wore their robes long, their phylacteries long, they went into the public square, they loved hearing the praise, and they would run up, you could see the woman at the marketplace giving free fruit and meat to this rabbi that came along, or this minister or this priest, because he's the servant of God. And I know he is because look how he looks down at me. He's so holy. 
But if somebody comes telling the message of the Lord and doesn't abuse, doesn't take, that's not accepted authority. Human nature wants a king to rule over. Human nature desires personalities. People are drawn to these personalities, these natural charms. And sometimes God gives people natural attributes that if they follow God could be used for good, but devoid of the Lord, devoid of God, those charms lead people astray. People want a person to rally behind. Give me someone to rally behind. And we know godly leaders are needed to give people direction. But the rallying of the mob mindlessly, slavishly, as an automaton behind one person that takes and lifts up humans to positions to glorify and worship leads to unnatural attentions, idolatry, and it's not of God. And that's how you have so much hero worship of athletes, of movie stars, of TV stars, of personalities, public figures, rock stars, music figures, people that say, I have that one teacher who changed my life. The teacher could do good, but that teacher becomes a substitute for God. People that want to be in the jet set and they just love to be included on the list and the hero worship of any kind, always looking for that person to fill in a vacuum inside themselves, to give meaning to their lives, the one they can rally behind and worship and idolize, the king, the leader, the teacher, the one who they want to know personally. They want to know that person personally. They want to know all the details of their lives. They read about their lives. Someone they can relate to. People gave all types of gifts to Mussolini and to Hitler because they loved them so much, hoping they'd bring salvation to their nations. How evil can come in when men and women are so stupid and take advantage of those with the tongues hanging out, looking for that one to rally behind. Isn't it ironic how to satisfy the vacuum inside, they take these frail humans who sin and they make them gods and angels and stars, false gods, and it's idolatry. Because when God comes to them, truly bearing salvation, having all the answers, he doesn't come to abuse, he doesn't come to lord it over them. When God does come to his people, he comes to show love, the ultimate love, to heal, to help, to teach the right things. He comes and he takes our sins upon himself. And what do they do to him? He's taken, he's rejected, he's hung on a tree, and he's ridiculed because he didn't abuse them. He didn't come in as the king to lord it over them. And so he's taken and he's rejected. And they say what? They say in Matthew 27, 42, he saved others he himself he cannot save, acknowledging he did good. If he is the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross and we will believe in him. They should be afraid if he came down from the cross and they put him there, but they knew there was no evil in him. They should have been afraid of him. 
but they sense the goodness. And the good person gets rejected. He was despised and rejected of men. But earlier that day, what do they say? We have no king but Caesar. John 19, 15. They turn to the king of the world system in order to crucify the king of Israel because he's not the king they wanted. He's the one they really could have related to. God coming down as one of us, as man, totally holy, totally sinless, unlike us, but becoming like one of us. He says that it's right for us to call him master, but he calls us what? He calls us his friends. Here's one, they should want to know all the details of his life. How many people read the Gospels back and forth, the way they read the information on their favorite individual that they try to follow? He's the one they should want to know personally. The actual rejection of Jesus by the world shows just how sinful mankind is. In the Gospel of John, chapter 16, and verse 7, Jesus tells them it's to their advantage that he goes away because then the Helper will come. And he says in verse 8, and when he comes, the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. He says, of sin, because they do not believe in me. There is a final case, a conviction of the human race of its sinfulness. Because when Messiah comes, when the king, the true king comes, gentle, humble, riding on a donkey, bringing salvation, doing good, healing others, what does the world say? The religious system, the governmental system, the people, the commoner, the nobility, what do they say? No. We don't want him. And by that statement of the human race, it convicts the world of sin. They would rather have Caesar than have Christ. And you can fill in the blank for Caesar. People make all types of things and people Caesars or kings in their lives rather than making Messiah. He was one that they should desire to know every word he spoke. For he is the only one that is the true image of God. In Colossians chapter 1 and verse 15 it says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. The image, the only true image of God, Jesus Christ. All things created by him and for him. You know, you give somebody a little authority in this world, and how do they act? All of a sudden, they stand up nice and straight. And when people are not doing well, they kind of slump their shoulders. They're embarrassed to be in a room. If someone has a little success. The shoulders go up. There's a stride. They walk in. They grace the place with their presence because they've accomplished what? Whatever little thing they're supreme at. You know, if they're the, the head of a university, if they're the head of a state, 
people do this even in small positions. You know, they're the king of their own little town office in no man's land in this little tiny town of 500, but they're, they're king of that office and they walk and they stride in their authority. Even if a person was king of the world like the Antichrist will be, what does that compare to one who is the image of the invisible God? For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the creator God. And when he comes down to this world, does he walk around and lord it over? No, he comes humbly. He comes bringing salvation. And our pathetic human nature cannot even understand that. You have been listening to the teaching ministry of Greg Scalzo, pastor of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. I know that it is difficult in today's fast-paced world to take time to write, but if you could drop us a postcard, your words of encouragement are most appreciated. Our address is Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Sunday service for Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle is held in Madison, Connecticut at the Madison Memorial Town Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison. Take I-95 to exit 61, go south to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. May the Lord's presence overflow in your life as you serve Him.